Today I wanted to talk about why the radical honesty movement will likely fail. I mean, I don't know if it's still going on or if there's people still trying to do this where people are just, like, honest and, you know, lacking tact. That's to my best assessment of it. Well, here's the thing. It's not that I disagree with the idea and intentions behind this. I do think that people are too soft. I do think that people are too much into their feelings. I do think that people are generally too egotistical. But when you look at the United States, and this might be happening elsewhere, a lot of people prefer pleasure over anything else. A lot of people give up on the gym because it actually takes work to be in shape. A lot of people give up on their diet because... They either don't understand diet and nutrition, they don't know how to properly make food that is healthy for them, and they just prefer the addictive, high-carb, high-sugar, unhealthy junk. And a lot of people, you know, they, they sabotage themselves by pursuing pleasure over pain. You know, they sabotage themselves where they gain a bunch of weight and they look unattractive, can't get a date. And also, a lot of other bad things happen when you don't look good. You know, people don't take you seriously. People don't treat you with respect. You might say something true and people will be skeptical of it. And, um, you know, people, people give up on their passion and dreams because that takes actual hard work. You know, it, it takes studying, like learn, learning the skills necessary to be a good musician, say that's their dream. But they, they give up on it because it, it's frustrating and they have to acknowledge their flaws and their weaknesses and what they're not good at and actually work on them. When it's so much easier to just turn on the PlayStation or the Xbox or whatever... Play video games, it's easier to just order DoorDash, order a bunch of unhealthy foods that are overpriced on these delivery apps, have it delivered, and the only work they did was getting off the couch to go get the order from the from the doorstep. And then the they go back to the couch, turn on Netflix. And then they consume mindless entertainment, not just for a couple hours, but for a really long time. And they do it all the time. The only real work they do is when they actually have a job, even if they do. And then this also applies to truth. This also applies to an honest discussion about how things actually function and exist. You know, reality, (laughs) like... A lot of people don't want to face reality because it's not pleasurable. Reality is oftentimes very infuriating. You know, when you because when you're on your success journey and you're 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 not pursuing pleasure, you're pursuing the pain, you're going to endure the pain of discipline and you know, you thought you had this really good video idea 
and you did everything right, except it's just not getting a lot of views like you thought it would. It wasn't groundbreaking. It, it just wasn't as special or as creative as you thought it was. I've had that experience before, and I've also had it with my newsletter. Like, I, I put my heart and soul into one newsletter issue, and barely anybody opened it and read it. But I eventually figured out through the pain, seeing my analytics, what people opened and what people wanted to read and what people liked most with their comments and feedback and likes and stuff that I was able to tailor my content in such a way that it consistently gets opens and and stuff like that, engagement and shares and stuff. And so my podcast event, it, 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 like it, it early in my podcast, and it was actually this way for the most of it, I had a mostly female audience. I don't know why. Uh, but now I have a mostly male audience. Yo, boys, boys, boys. What's up, boys? What's up, fellas? What's up, boys? Welcome to my podcast. And also the age demographic changed. It was people in their 30s to 40s. Now it's people in their 20s to 30s. Yo, what's up, people? I'm going to provide you the best value I can, so please subscribe to my podcast. But you know what? Back to the point. Think of think of a time when you told the truth to somebody. And, and let's say you were tactful about it. You just know there was pressure there. You know there was some sort of intensity where they might take it the wrong way. But your tactfulness, if you do it right... Uh, Tactfulness is there for when you tell the truth, you're telling it in such a way that if they overreact or just like have a bad reaction to it, they're, they're the asshole. They're the ones in the wrong. They get the social consequence. And people value the social approval. You know, just like when some some person you're arguing with on Twitter... You know, you said something that was true. You had a more compelling, better structured argument about whatever you're arguing about. And then they reply ratio and a bunch of people, more people clicked like and retweeted what they said than people cared about what you said. And they think because most people agree with them that they're right. Because people value social approval. And the thing is, just because... A bunch of idiots agreed with them doesn't mean they're right. <clears throat> and that's what people keep forgetting. And uh, and online public discourse, it's insane. But here's my thing. I, I don't think that the United States of America or any other country is ready to pursue pain. I don't think that they're ready to give up pleasure. I think that is the key reason why the radical honesty movement will fail and continue to fail. It will continue to fail until enough people want to give up pleasure and pursue the pain of discipline. Uh, and the truth makes people angry. And when sometimes you can just say something that is true and people don't even have a valid counter-argument to it. 
And um, I nominate Ray William Johnson to be the spokesperson for what most people think and agree upon. Because every time I've seen Ray William Johnson's content, he pops up in my feed sometimes, and sometimes I'm intrigued. But, I mean, it's not, it's not like, content I really want to see. I'm not subscribed to him or anything. Uh, but he, he just says whatever most people agree with, it seems. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, oh, so that's why you're so popular, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I mean... The, the the world is not ready to embrace truth. It, it makes them too angry, and there's too many other pleasurable things. And, I mean, the truth just makes people angry. And uh, they, they will insult you, and they will try to punish you. And that's also why, another reason why people value social approval is because... Um, you can get social consequences like, oh, you were mean to Terry, so therefore we're not cool with you either. And then you screw up your whole network because you were trying to be helpful, with or without tact. Now, think about that show SpongeBob. You know, there's a character, Squidward. He keeps it 100 with everybody. Squidward keeps it real with everybody. He, he's not afraid to share his real opinions and thoughts and feelings with people. But nobody keeps it real with him. Every, everyone, uh, they, they pretend he's, he's good at the clarinet and, um, you know, where am I going with this? My point is, is that uh, I think it's important to keep it real with people, but also be tactful. Be, because, you know what, like, it, it would be unwise. And my definition of wise would be to acknowledge how things actually are and do good for the sake of doing good. And if you're unwise, you're doing the opposite of that. And I, I don't think that we need to go around, like, provoking people and just, like, being jerks to people. Because, like, it's one thing to be honest, but it's another thing in how you do it. Like, it's not what you say, but how you say it. This is, unfortunately, just how things are and how they're going to be for a while. That we can't just be radically honest with people because it's not going to do any good. It's, it's going to end up hurting us and our possibilities. Are the intentions and goals of the radical honesty movement wonderful? Oh, yes, Absolutely. But it, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, at least not now. And what will it take for people to pursue pain over pleasure? To be honest with you, I don't know. You know, because like, what makes me pursue diet and exercise and being stylish? Well, I simply love love dating women and having sex more than I love McDonald's. So that's one of my primary motivators. And I know everyone's like, you should just work out for yourself. But I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. I'm going to keep it real with you. I do work out for myself, but I do place a higher value on sex. <laughs> you know.
Um, and you know what, like be honest with yourself and be honest with other people, but always have tact. And I think it's important to know who needs a pat on the back and then who can take criticism. And, uh, there's going to be way more people who need a pat on the back. I'm quite sure of that, but you know, I, I pursue the pain of discipline because I value the benefits of freedom through discipline more than I love the imprisonment through pleasure. You know, because when you pursue pleasure and you get trapped in that prison, you know, you get stuck in a bunch of bad habits and then, like, your habits determine your future and who you are. So then you just downward spiral and become very fat and unattractive and, you know... You, you you can't handle things, you know, you're emotionally, you're overreactive. Yeah. Like, yeah, th- this is why I think the radical honesty movement will continue to fail. And um, if we could somehow persuade and convince most people to pursue the pain of discipline over pleasure, then I think it would succeed. But the one thing I think I disagree with, I think I think that we shouldn't just be radically honest. I think that we should just be honest with tact, even even if everyone's pursuing the right things.